You want to open and it? one. Hey guys, welcome to episode 24 of the Doctrines of Rad podcast. Sorry we weren't here last week. Uh, it was a busy week with Thanksgiving coming up, and now here we are after our post-Thanksgiving show. I'm Drew, and this is Logan. And uh, Miss T-Bone says she hears a buzz sound. Do you still hear it right now? And it's through TikTok because she's not on, she's not on YouTube right now. So, um, are you guys having a hard time finding people to be on as a fill? No, no, it's it hasn't been. I wouldn't say we've had a hard time finding folks. It's just people need you know time for scheduling and and stuff yeah. like that. And, and first off, like people are kicking down our doors trying I to mean, get on our show. So how and how how dare you insinuate that people we can't find people? So there's a buzzing sound on TikTok. Hang on, is it coming from me or is it coming from Logan? It must. Well, I'm seeing messages on my thing. Is it coming from me or Logan, guys? Let me try to I'm plug this real quick. Yes, it's buzzing. Let's see if this. Right, I'm gonna turn that down. Still buzzing. I hear it. Yeah. I hear it. Is that from me? It's my headphone. Oh, are you sure? It is no, me. Daryl is saying it's coming from me. Um, all right. Uh, okay, it stopped for a moment. The sound is good in YouTube and it's on Drew's end. All right. So this happened last time. Let me see if I can get it to fix. You know, I'll have a talk with Drew when we're done. How's that, guys? I'm is just, that any I'm better? Just glad it's, it, it's your turn this time. I know it's me. Week was me. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, guys. We are live, but uh, it's okay. We're gonna get there. Let me know if the sound is any better. I did. Uh, I did just try to fix it. I'm looking, 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 waiting for somebody to tell me. Is the buzzing gone? It may be because I had my mic close up to the microphone. Testing mm. one, two, three. Anybody got it? It's okay. The buzz is only on TikTok. I know, but I don't want the buzz to be on TikTok. <laughs> Daryl says it's better. Um, boy, we should have. Did this happen before? Was this going on before I went live? That's the question, too. Was this doing this before I went live? And they just chose, they just chose now to tell us? Let me know right now as the podcast is starting. Um, here, what I could do is I could bring this microphone up to my ear and we'll figure this out. Sorry for everybody listening later. It's not a loud noise. Okay, but how is it now? How is the sound now? Is it any better? The buzz doesn't bother you. Well, it bothers me, doggone it. It's too late for it to not bother people. Yeah. You have made us aware of the problem. Now we must solve it. It's like my wife when she tells me she's got a problem and I'm trying to solve the problem. She doesn't want solutions. She just wanted to vent. Yeah. You can't tell me stuff like that. All right. Well, I guess we're just going to keep going there. YouTube sound is all I care about. Well, yeah, me too, because this is what's going to go on to the on to Spotify. All right. Well, hey, uh, welcome back again to the Doctrines of Rad podcast hey, let's, uh, let's cut that part let's cut that yeah i don't think yeah. i can because i think this thing is just going to post live as soon as we're done so no editing, oh well huh? no we just no. we just do it live that's great all right well Hi. um <laughs> anyway we had thanksgiving um how was your thanksgiving logan 
it was good. I do want to ask one question before, just to, mm-hmm. since we were having that conversation for the lady that is she still in the lady? Yes, that she was. Yes. Doralyn. I, do you think that I, so I don't think our loved ones Darylin. once, once they go to the next, um, place, um, that they can't see us, that they don't focus on us at all. Cause they're busy, um, focusing either on God's glory um, or focusing on themselves. Um, and there's some peace in that, that it's really don't have to, they don't have to worry about what's going on in this world anymore. Right. Um, but then the other part is, is that, you know, it, it's always hard to say goodbye. Yeah, of course. And you never, you never know how the story plays out until you're, you know, in that moment. Um, just remember that God is good. He's a good father. And that he's just, he's always going to do what's right. Yeah. Whatever that means. That's right. What if you're a believer and your husband's a believer, then he's in a good place. He's, he's with the Lord and uh, taken care of. So, uh, and yes, we understand that it's tough. I'm, I'm, Really sorry to hear that. Um, it's got to be, especially if you're if you're a year out and you're just kind of thinking on it on the anniversary, you know, remembering. Uh, just rest in the Lord, and uh, I would just I would just really encourage you to lean on God to know that God is taking care of your husband, and His death didn't surprise the Lord. Our days are numbered. God knows the day that we are going to be called to be with him. And especially as a believer, I mean, you can have a lot of comfort. You can have a lot mm. of comfort to know that um, when he closed, when he took his last breath here on earth and closed his eyes, he opened them and he saw our savior. He saw God and um, is able to have peace now and to be, and to be no longer bound to the the troubles and the cares of today's world. Um, I mean, Paul, Paul couldn't wait to be with the Lord. And I, I think about that a lot. And he, you know, he got to see the third heaven. So he got to, he knew what he was getting ready to go up into and was able to have confidence. So uh, my, my prayers go out to you, sister. I am sorry to hear that. Uh, I do pray that you, uh, I do pray that you have, you find peace and comfort in the Lord. Uh, that's very important. So uh, my, my prayers, my prayers are for you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, sorry to start off on 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 that note, but uh, <laughs> so thank so Thanksgiving. So um, let's talk about the Jews. <laughs> you said Jew with a little too much thank on it. Right? Well, did you see what my what my name is on on YouTube? What my uh, name placard is? Jewish, but not the kind. The yay kind, Kanye West. The yay kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Druish, but not the yay kind. Oh, I love it. All right, so uh, yeah, Thanksgiving, man. Did you guys do a? Um, you guys do like a big meal? Did you guys do anything? Did you travel anywhere? Go see family or anything like that? Yeah, so we uh, spent time at my wife's nana's house. So that was nice. It's where we kind of do all of our family gatherings, um, and it, it's really great to just go to her house because the whole family gets together and goes there. Um, and Man, I, I just, I didn't have to be a dad for a day. Like, I just got to, like, somebody else watched my kids and, like, or my kid. 
Um, and I just kind of sat on the couch and did nothing and just relaxed. And it was nice. a much needed break. Good. Um, yeah. You guys do anything that, special maybe. for food? Is there any kind of like uh, Burns family tradition when it comes to uh, the type of food that you like or uh, that you guys cook that's special? That's a thing. People do that. That's a f families do that. Am I supposed to do that? I mean, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Not if it makes you feel sad or anything. <laughs> no, I didn't do like, am I supposed to have like, I'm the pie guy. I bring the pie every time. Like, am I supposed to <laughs> like we had, uh, we had green bean casserole. Um, we had uh, cheesy, like a cheesy corn, uh, casserole. We had, cheesy potato casserole we had a broccoli salad we had noodles we had a ham we had turkey um i mean everybody kind of brought their thing and uh, we all ate it together yeah it was like a we just had the normal like turkey stuff and mashed potatoes macaroni we did have stuffing yeah we didn't have macaroni dude that's the one thing we didn't have this year that's yeah. usually that's unusual we usually do macaroni do y'all call it stuffing or dressing uh, the boomers in our family call it dressing. I call it stuffing because it's stovetop stuffing. That's I've always yeah. known it to be stovetop. Stovetop. Yeah. Dave Chappelle's joke about stovetop uh, stuffing. I'll never forget it. I've never heard it. Is it is it clean enough to do it on the podcast? No, no. Okay, well, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, Brian? Oh. Yeah. So we got some people in the chat saying stuffing as well. So looks yeah, like uh, stuffing. Yeah, my, I, wife, my wife and her whole family. It's dressing. I almost punched my nana. What is it dressing? Thought her. What is it dressing? Salad dressing is dressing the salad because it pours over and it covers all the salad. What is what? stuffing dressing? Am I dressing the turkey with stuffing? Yeah, with little pants, little stuffing <laughs> pants, putting a little shirt on and a little bow tie. Their, their argument is, is like, did you stuff this in the turkey? No. So then it's not stuffing, and I'm like, well, you're dumb because it's well, but it's made stuffing. to be stuffed into the. Called. Yeah, made to be stuffed into the thing. It's name, it's literal name. Yeah, but you can eat it any time though. That's the secret. It's like it's not really. You can't. You don't have to just have it when it stuffs inside a turkey. You can have it with hamburgers. You can have it on a sandwich. In fact, I had a leftover turkey and stuffing sandwich, and it was flipping fantastic. Mm. You just put some stuffing on top of the turkey, throw it in the microwave, throw it on some toast, cut Boom. it up, and boomsies. Yeah, 100%. Nice. Yeah, dude. Uh, I got a question already. Why do the creeds and confessions say the Holy Catholic Church? Because Catholic, Catholic means, means universal. universal. And I love we it, dude. Believe in a... We just jinxed on a podcast, dude. Because Catholic means universal. Boy, that would have sounded harmonious, too. If we would have done that in like a in a G and a C together at the same time, that would have been cool. Universal. Universal. Pitch perfect. Yeah, it's good. Um, we do play Monopoly for the holidays uh, against my wife's Nana because um, she apparently oh. doesn't lose, but she cheats. It <laughs> she blackmailed me in the middle of this like Monopoly what? game, and she blackmailed me as if it was real life money. <laughs> she Monopoly so will bring out the worst in people, bro. <laughs> it brings out the worst out of this old woman. I swear. She, yeah, I, I landed on somebody's property. And they were arguing over, like, if they got their go bunny or not. So I just stayed quiet. And I was hoping that Nana would roll so that I didn't have to pay this. Go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. I was I was saying to somebody, like, I see their question. Just give me a minute. I'll answer it. Gotcha. 
And I was hoping that Nana would roll so that I wouldn't have to pay the $750 for landing on this property. And so they got done arguing. They got everything sorted out about their go money. And she, they looked at us and were like, whose turn is it? And I looked at Nana and she looked at me and she's like, you got something to give me? And I, and I was like, what are you talking about? And then she looked down at my piece and then looked back up at me. I literally handed her a property. And I was like, you just stay quiet. Bro, you got. I, I didn't. I didn't have the money to pay it. You got <laughs> Joe Pesci so, in Monopoly, bro. She's so evil when it comes to like board games. Oh, oh that's fun. Monopoly really is uh, about separating like family members, though. Like it really. Is. <laughs> I mean, it's not. Uh, it's not. Really I want to do a TikTok where it's, where it's like, oh, hey, you guys want to play this wholesome family game for ages four and up. And then it's like me holding Monopoly, and then like two hours later, like the little SpongeBob like thing. Two hours later, and then it's just us like beating the crap out of each other because somebody's cheating. Monopoly brings out the worst. I don't like the least. We have a question on the uh, on here about he. Just, I did just one second. You um, did. Uh, what are the verses about? Uh, it, will there be sadness in heaven? I know that there's a verse that it says he will wipe every tear. Um, what uh, do you do? You have a reference point for that? Yeah, I don't think there'd be sad. Uh, I don't. There should not be sadness. Well, no, but like, what's the what's the Bible verse to back that up? You're in the presence of God. I don't. I don't you're, think you're there's not a helping context. me. Where do we? Yeah, I don't think there's a context for like there to be like. There's nothing to like reference against it because there is no sadness or sin. Well, there, what, there's what, no would, sin. what would be sad in heaven? Wouldn't you be? Well, I guess you could make the argument that there'd be some a feeling of of sadness towards those that have been lost. Mm -mm, those are glorified. So, but how do you? So, what? What's? What is your? So saying? even because we we would know the the fullness of God as He reveals Himself. Like, so we won't ever truly grasp the totality of of the Godhead, right, in its mm. fullness. But for what will be revealed in our in our glorified bodies, um, we can't sin, we can't be distracted from his glory, and we will see that all of his actions are just. So even for those who are lost into uh, destruction, right, um, yeah. for whatever, whatever hell looks like, whatever hell is, um, for those that go there, we will glorify God and praise him for it. We're not going to be upset about it so if my my if my father doesn't turn to jesus and give right. his life to christ and make him lord over his life and accept him as his as the atonement for his sins my father will go to hell and i will praise god for it when it does happen as much as i love my father sure uh yeah. revelation can i uh can i i found the scripture um <laughs> gotcha uh Revelation 21, 1 through, I'm not going to do all the way 1 through 27, but uh, it's 21, 4, it says he will wipe away every tear. This is talking about the new Jerusalem uh, as uh, as John is seeing the, the new heaven and the holy city coming down to earth, uh, where it says, behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. They will dwell with him uh, and they will be his people and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning. So that's sadness right there. No crying, uh, nor pain anymore for the former things have passed away. And he who is seated on the throne said, behold, I am making all things new. 
So uh, I, I'd say that's the scripture that I that'd be that'd be my go to. Um, yeah. No, notice how it uh, correlates sadness and mourning to former things. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, Mama Chu, what's up? She went from Mama Chu to Mama Bug. Bailey, Mama Bug, and, ba and Mama Chu. Mama uh, Chu. All right. Um, all right, so I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you about your dad, man. Were you? Did you still want to finish talking about that? So here's something cool. Prayers. I pray for him a lot, right? Yeah. Uh, he calls me. He's like, hey, have you seen Chosen? And I was like, oh, yeah, they're under a lot of scrutiny right now. I think it's a great production. You know, I started and he's like, hey, I didn't ask you that. I asked you if you could, if you've seen it. I was like, well, it, that's how he is, man. OK. And he's like, I didn't ask for an elaborate ex explanation of what, where the they point. stand doctrinally or he like, I just have you seen it? And I was like, yes. He's like, cool. Do you mind getting me a Bible with like big print? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. So, that's awesome so if chosen oh. helps him come to see jesus in a way that he yeah. has been running from you gotta remember he has uh church trauma yeah family trauma yeah, yeah father trauma my grandfather died when he was 17 was murdered when he was 17 so that's always bothering my grandfather was a drunk and like mm -hmm. really wasn't ever that his his my dad's parents were separated so like he never really saw or interacted with it my grandfather much so um yeah so i mean there's trauma like mm. um so i get all the things he has to break through to come to christ yeah um, and if if chosen did it if, if chosen opened him up and just a little bit opened that heart of stone and turned it into a heart of flesh then bro good the job left behind series dude you know what i'm saying like yeah I, was, there you go. I mean i don't agree with their theology their end time stuff and yeah. Passion of the Christ 2 is coming out. Are you ready for that one? <laughs> Jesus is back and he's better than ever. Passion of the Christ part 2. Jesus is <laughs> It's true though. It's 100%. He's coming back in wrath. Mr. President. <laughs> All the rumbling. I need you to know that it's Jesus. It's Jesus. What happened, Mel Gibson? What happened? It's the Jews. <laughs> Mel Gibson hates the Jews, it. too. They'll never be able to do another movie. <laughs> you got to quit saying Jew like that. Like you, What, it's, it's what only, am I saying? I'm only, just saying Jew. Because it's the only word that describes a group of people and is also the same, like, uh, like bad word for those people, right? Like. I'm not dropping n bombs, bro. Like, <laughs> but it because you, you just add a little bit of slang to Jew. You can say Jews or Jew, right? And, and it's Jews. Can I say it with how like you a, say it? Jews with a, with a Jews. higher pitch. Jews, like a little sing-songy thing. Um, <laughs> the Jews. <laughs> you don't want to say that. Did that you see the trailer for Passion of the Christ too? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> the way you describe Jesus is back and he's pissed. <laughs> 2,000 you, years ago. Can you play it? Can you like probably. YouTube it real we'll quick? We'll probably get some sort of a copyright strike, but I probably can. Uh, I do want to watch this. So we're going to do this. If you guys are here watching us on TikTok, you're going to have to go to YouTube for us to react and respond to uh, the Passion of the Christ Part 2 
Um, but before we do, let me give you my rendition of it. <laughs> 2022 years ago. One man. It's coming out in 2024. Oh, okay. 2024 years ago, one man on a mission from God. <laughs> he came. He died. He rose again. And now he's back. <laughs> and he's pissed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Passion of the Christ. Part two. <laughs> he's coming back. He's coming back with full wrath. The wrath of God is behind him. Um, yeah. No, no, no. It talks about let that. Me, like... uh, all right, I'm gonna look it up. No, like I can't wait to watch this now. <laughs> in reality, though, man, Jesus came into the world to save it, and he comes back to judge it. That's why it's not really. I mean, you can be mad if you thought that him being pissed is a terrible thing, but um, you know, it's what is this? All right, so do you think um, he'll be angry, or is it more of a disappointment? Because he knows. No, I don't think I don't think he's going to I don't think it's going to be like I think it's just going to be like matter of fact, because Christ is going to, yeah. you know, I think he's going to be, because the judgment will be where I think people will fully, you know, come to that have, realization. Have you ever seen a court hearing and the judge gives his verdict um, based on like, uh, what the jury sure. has said? Yeah. And the person that's being like prosecuted Mm-hmm. Just breaks into tears once, they, especially when they know they have you know yeah. life in prison. Um, <laughs> it, I'm gonna have to pause it, but All right, go ahead. You can keep talking. There's Wait. a part of you that goes, "Well, you're getting what you deserved," but then there's another part of you that breaks, knowing that like you're, this person's about to spend life in prison. Mm. And I imagine for the victims of that individual, they're like, "Good, mm. you got what you deserved." I wonder how those emotions play out mm. when we stand and we're all judged. I think it, I think we all just tremble at his presence. I mean, I th- I feel like we're gonna all just fall down and worship, dude. Like, I mean, that makes sense. Um, all right, you ready for this? And yes, Erica, mm-hmm. this is real. Apparently, there is. Uh, this is the trailer for. Uh, let me know if the audio is not working. I have sufficient knowledge of Hebrew and Good. Syriac to read at sight the Old Testament and the Peshito, and to a lesser degree, uh, Aramaic, Arabic, Coptic, and Phoenician. I didn't see this I one. That the extraordinary, the unconventional. Is this it, though, or is this not? Re- oh, this is fan-made. Huh, this isn't it. Sorry, guys. This is fan-made. My bad. Let me... Uh... Let me stop this for now. We'll figure this out. That's weird. I thought I clicked on the. Oh, it says fanmate. There isn't. It doesn't look like there's an actual. I don't think there's a real trailer for it, dude. No, I thought I saw it. Like I'm not seeing it anywhere. It's all fanmade stuff. I mean, I know that they're they are making a second movie, but I I didn't realize that, that there was a trailer. So. There might not be. Yeah, I don't think I it's... I might not even have noticed that it was fan base. Sorry, guys. Sorry well, to disappoint. Well, that's embarrassing. I need to pay attention to my labels. You, yeah. Well, we don't try not to label people here. Passion of the Christ 2. The passion is back. Not that it ever left, Mel. <laughs> it never left, Mel Gibson. <laughs> the passion is back. 
double the double pet. Double the Bro, dude, what is happening? How are we jinxing? We've jinxed twice in one video. What in the world? How does this happen? That's hilarious. Oh, yeah, that ain't legit. Yeah, no, it's definitely. I really thought it was. They had me fooled. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Yeah. Logan was stunned. (laughs) What is it? The axe? I I think it I, I think it might actually be. I think the intention on the the next movie is to be a movie about the acts of the apostles uh after after jesus ascended so uh really? probably probably going the from return. the return no Not i don't think it's on the return back. the passion no. part two double the passion yeah double the passion it sounds like uh it sounds like wrigley's spearmint gum double the pledge or double mint gum double yeah. the fun it's the statement of a great mint double mint gum sorry for that yeah. Uh, I don't know. There, I didn't know there was a number two. There isn't, apparently. I was wrong. Did you see my question, Miss Crystal? Has a scripture no more pain or sorrow, but don't know the exact word? Hold on. Why that does was... my Bible ref, uh, refer to a universal call to Christ? I need more information. More elaboration. What's up, Nessie? Question. Hello, hello. So, um, so Thanksgiving was good. Yeah. Yeah. It was real good. Good. Um, I know we wanted to talk about the unseen realm. Can I, can I fill you in a little bit more about my, uh, my friend that, uh, yeah, I would love that. Yeah. Okay. So for, for those of you guys that weren't here a couple of weeks ago, I was, I was discussing, um, a really cool thing that happened. This is just a, it's just a testimony. Um, and I'll try to just, I'll try to be as brief, uh, as I can, but, um, so I was doing a TikTok live as I normally do. And I was answering questions, talking about Jesus and just, I don't know. I, I don't even know what the topic was. I usually don't go in with a topic. I usually just kind of answer questions and, and talk about the Lord. And, uh, I need y'all on the same TikTok so you can read both comments. We are on the same TikTok. Oh yeah. No, because, well, we could do that now, I guess. I don't care. Anyway, so um, we, uh, I was live and I was talking, uh, and this person, uh, she messaged me. Uh, she 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 sent a, a a question or a comment during the live. Was like, I'm trying to understand this Jesus thing. I'm trying to figure this Jesus thing out. You know, can you explain it to me? And um, and so I, you know, I paid attention and I, I do I do try to answer those questions as much as I can, especially if I know that it's not like a troll. It's like it's an actual person that came in to ask. And I said, well, Hey, you know, I probably can't answer all the questions live or whatever, but you know, let me send you, let me follow you and you can send me. <coughs> and, uh, that didn't help at all, by the way, that you literally just coughed just as loud. You may as well just cough into the microphone next time. Uh, <laughs> uh, so she, um, we, uh, we, we, we DM'd a little bit on TikTok, and then, uh, come the, the following, this was on a say a Tuesday or a Wednesday. And then come the following Friday, uh, she actually messaged me again and she's like, can I, can we FaceTime or talk on the phone? And I was like, well, sure. What's up? So, uh, we did. And she had expressed to me that she had been having some addiction, uh, issues and that she ultimately was, was feeling, uh, for the first time that in her life, she feeling concerned about her usage and, yeah. uh, that she may have overdosed the previous night and she got scared and, for the first time in her life, she had had felt afraid of 
death, like realized like death was severe. Like it, it just, it hit her. And this is after right. hearing the gospel. Like I had talked to her about it. Lord. Welcome to the Doctrines of Rad podcast, everybody. Professional. My legs hurt. Um, he was lowering his desk. So that's what that sound was. Um, so uh, she. Uh, you just derail me, dude. You just. No, okay. So she heard the gospel from your life. All right. She yeah. finally had conviction. I'm with you. We're yeah, here. Heard, heard the gospel, had some convic- conviction about it. And uh, so I basically, we talked and I said, look, I, I think, I, I think you should get yourself an Uber and go to a program, go check yeah. yourself into uh, a facility and get, you know, work on getting sober and, and really rest in the Lord. So like, I was just, I was just trying to show her like, look, God, is it's so loud, bro. It's so <laughs> freaking loud, dude. Yes. I, I slid it slowly. Yep, still loud. <laughs> you know, let, there is something. Let me let me tell you. There's this really cool feature on your computer screen that you're looking at right now. On your computer screen, there's a little button down there on the bottom. It says mute, or you can actually press the control and the D button at the same time. Now you're muted. Yeah, everybody's mad at you. Look at how mad everybody on the chat is in on YouTube right now. Uh, you know, we've got. Logan, come on. OMG. So anyway, you could unmute yourself now and then just mute yourself. You're you're muted now when you're not making sound. That doesn't make sense. You needed to be muted when you were moving your desk and moving your microphone. <laughs> He's sad now. Sad Logan is sad. All right. So let me continue to explain. So um, oh, I just got to was she re- Was she receptive of going to a rehab? Yeah, for the first time, like she legit is like, uh, I don't normally, I mean, I, this is not something that I would do. And uh, I, it really is, it's the Holy Spirit, dude. Like there's no, there's no question in my mind. The Holy Spirit uh, began to deal with her upon hearing the gospel. And awesome. uh, it's, it, dude, it's incredible, bro. It's incredible. So listen, so uh, I was, I worked with her through, um, through, her treatment. Um, we, we were able to talk back and forth. I filled Rachel in on everything. Rachel was getting involved. We were both praying for her, both just really focused on this recovery, really focused on, uh, just teaching and sharing the gospel, sharing the truth, you know, being open and honest about our faith. Um, uh, and so after a week and a half, she was released. She went through detox. It was hard, like the hardest thing that she's ever gone through, um, went through detox and, uh, came out and we were able to talk, walked her through some more stuff, Basically, I just wanted to I just wanted her to know that there are real people out there that proclaim Christ that aren't doing it for any other reason other than to just care about you. And yeah. that's the encouragement that I want to give to other people listening to is is you really just trust the Lord. If you are doing if you are taking care of other people, if you are serving your neighbors, loving them as you love yourself and and putting God first, God will send people your way. God will do that. God will entrust you to disciple people and um, give them an opportunity to hear the gospel because he knows that you will tell it to them. And so, uh, so long story short, she came, she came Saturday to the house. We, we put her up in a hotel. She came Saturday night. We spent time praying with her, uh, just ministering to her, just talking with her, walking her through some, some 
questions that she had about the Bible and about Jesus and just amazing things, dude. Like, listen, listen to this, bro. She's here. And I'm like, I open it up. I'm like, do you have any questions about whatever? Right. She's like, what is this? I keep hearing about the veil. Right. Not, right. Your face is exactly how my brain was. I was like, my first what? question was like, was Jesus white? <laughs> She's <laughs> asking about the veil, bro. Like she had heard it in songs. She had heard it because she's been, the music has the been ministering been to her. And she keeps hearing about the veil. And she's like, I want to know about the veil. What is, what is the significance of What'd it? So I walked her, what did I say? Yeah. Oh, I walked her through the earthquake and the event in the town. I walked her through what the Holy of Holies was and how it was covered by a, this, this veil that was thick, like 18 inches of cloth. And it, and it prevented the, uh, the glory of God from killing everybody, basically, <laughs> from like being poured out from the Ark of the Covenant. And that this veil, it, it's not only symbolic, but it literally happened that when Christ died on the cross and said, it is finished, there was an earthquake and the veil was torn in two from top to bottom. It was symbolic yeah. and real at the same time. God was showing, God was showing the people that there was no longer a veil separating the glory of God with human beings. And yeah. you ever think that the veil wasn't to keep God's glory in, but to cause keep men out? I mean, it would have cloth or a million inches of cloth that isn't going to stop God's glory. It's not going to shield it. No, that's true. I right, mean, right. That, very true. I mean, but it's a, but I think the veil can almost be slightly symbolic of God embodying flesh and coming to earth because Ooh. flesh can't stop the glory of God. Flesh and is yet, 18 inches. I and yet it. it was, and yet it was limited. There was a limitation to the exposed glory of God because God knows yeah. that if he fully reveals himself, then that's problematic for those who he reveals himself to even uh, even Moses, even Moses get seeing the backside of God passing by. Like the Bible says that he, that God shoot, Moses wanted to see God and God basically laid it out that I, you can't without, you know, I mean, it's God's glory was already so strong on Moses that when he came down from the mountain, he was illuminated. He was like, he was just bright. And mm. so, uh, God's like, I can't, you can't see me without dying. So essentially he passed by him. And he saw the back of God as he passed by him. That was the most that Moses got to get. So, uh, and of course, now we, we know Moses is getting to, to hang out with, with the father now. So that's a blessing. Do we know um, that? Has he been judged yet? Uh, is he in that intermediate state? Intermediate state? Yeah, probably. Um, but so back to, back to our, our friend. Uh, she, uh, so we took her to church with us. She had never been in church. Not in, not in a real church, not in, mm. you know, and not as an adult for sure. Uh, she openly stated you took that her to she, your pledge of allegiance church. Yeah. 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 Where we worship the flag. Yeah. I took her there. And she's totally bought in, dude. She's already set. She's wearing, she's wearing America stuff. She's got Ben Shapiro t-shirts, uh, Trump 2024. I, mean, I love your church. Uh, yeah, no, good, uh, good so, folk, good folk. Oh, uh, we took her, so we took her to church, uh, and then we, we went and had a Thanksgiving dinner together uh, on Sunday at uh, my my in laws' house, and she met everybody in our family, dude. Every like when I say everybody, bro, everybody, like 
she it was like she she even said she's like so so like they're all believers and i was like yeah we that we know of well yeah i mean it they're all they all confess faith they all confess faith in the lord i mean some of them a little bit further along some of them a little bit further behind than others of course but um so basically uh, in a in a nutshell um she's going to be back next weekend and we're we're working on getting her moved out here to get away from a lot of the uh the influences and the environment and there's a lot of spiritual darkness bro there's a lot of spiritual darkness that is happening in her life that is uh, specifically like coming against her in in a tangible way and so that's mm. what i'm trying to show her as i'm like look the spiritual warfare is real like the people that are in her life in in her life that she used with are saying evil things to her about her yeah. uh, faith in god and it's it dude and it's so it's so supernatural it's so ridiculously supernatural that there's no other way to even explain it there's no reason for them to be mad about her wanting to be clean and wanting to pursue god for herself there's no reason for it the only reason they are angry is because she's not using anymore and they are pissed bro i mean they they're really angry because of the presence of the lord ultimately but it's insane dude like i'm are, i'm is, just is it, are, is this her dealer or her dealer end no no if no i was her I mean, dealer i get why i'd be upset i just lost oh sure 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 no i i no the these user, are these are but... people these are people that she came she she was she unfortunately had to come through the system her parents ab abandoned mm -hmm. her and uh and just it, it's just a very it's it's an it's an absolutely awful situation that's There's... who we need to have on the show next if she's willing to talk oh i don't think i don't know man she she might now. be thanksgiving be. next year next year i, I do yeah. believe what you know i i really truly believe man i really truly believe that she will have such an amazing testimony when she when when she has been uh given the the deep dive into the scriptures and begins to really mm. understand it and see it for herself. And I think she will, she will have such an incredible testimony of what God has brought her through when she just thought that she couldn't do it. And it really is truly God. Every step of the way, God has given her strength. He has provided just every, he, he's provided a way out. I shared with her, um, I shared with her a scripture in first Corinthians about how uh, God will make a way out of of these temptations uh, and I, I really wanted her to memorize that and really wanted to focus on that verse because uh, it's just she just needs to know that God is for her. God is on her side. God is going to strengthen her. She's going to go through struggles. She's going to have some hard times. But uh, she is she I mean, bro, like I this is it's so similar. It, it feels so weird because it's she said it when she was here. She's like her and I are like the same person in a different font. Like when. <laughs> It, it it was like my conversion experience was almost very similar. I heard the gospel and then I just immediately, I went from unbelief to belief almost like, I mean, literally overnight, I went from yeah. unbelief to belief overnight and was just, was just absorbing everything I could about scripture, absorbing everything I could about God um, in every way possible. And, and seeing her do that is incredible because she's paying attention and she's asking wise and smart questions. And it's just, man, God is so good, dude. Like I'm just, I'm blessed by every, every time I think about it and, and Rachel and I, we miss her so much already. 
Mm. We can't wait to see her again when she's here next weekend. Um, she's she's dude. She's so talented. She's a graphic designer. She was sitting with the the kids today. Uh, I did homeschool this morning. She left this morning uh, or this afternoon, but uh, she was doing art with my kids, showing that she's really really talented. I mean, God is just pouring out of her, bro. Like it's. It's incredible. I even, oh, and today I got to see a picture of her from before. I had never seen her before when she was using, never had seen her before. And I got to see a picture of her for the first time. And dude, I'm telling you, it is a, it was a different person that I was looking at in the pictures. Really? So it's post or pre drug her. Yes. Well, uh, like not pre drug her using drug her. And then Mm -hmm. now seeing her at my house. So I had never seen her when she was using She's post rehab is how you know her. She's yeah, that's it. I mean, I, I met her while she was still using, she put, she turned herself into, she, she turned herself into like, she's a criminal Robin Banks. She, she, uh, she submitted herself into rehab after hearing the gospel, after hearing on, on a TikTok, dude, dude, from a TikTok, do you know how powerful a drug addiction is? I mean, a little bit. I'm an alcoholic. I mean, yeah. Yeah, like sugar, like 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 I have an addiction to sugar, like it. And for her to just go in a moment, I want I want Jesus. I don't I don't want this no more. It's it's pretty incredible. There, no, I don't I don't believe she was able to do that on her own. I'm sorry, it's not on her own, dude. No, it's I, totally not. Nobody I, can do I don't that. Know on how her people? Own. I don't know how people are like. Oh, you got free will. You ain't got no free will when you're addicted. Look at somebody that's addicted to something. Tell me they got free will. Their flesh wants one thing, the next fix. God violently interrupted her life that's in a right. great, magnificent right. way. And that's the way that God does in it. In an authoritative way. He said, yeah. that child is mine. Yep. Give me her back. Yeah, he, dude, he I'm telling you. From the power of darkness. you out. Drew her out of that's the power right. of darkness, man. Under the realm of the devil himself. Yanked her out and stood her up on solid ground and uh dude I, I don't know what else to tell you man it's she is a blessing she is uh, it's uh god is so good and and really the testimony has been like it's been so faith giving to us too i mean rachel and i just remind remembering like how we met like how her and i met and just coming going through this like supernatural process and realizing like man god is just he's just so good dude like he's just so perfect and 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 he's so he's so out of the ordinary it's he he doesn't do things in ordinary way specifically dude like around me i've just been seeing all of this this uh miraculous move of god you know over and over again in in my life i'm just so grateful that's Uh, awesome sometimes i hate that i don't have some big huge testimony says erica uh and then I just love hearing the miracles he does through others. Yeah. And you know, my wife is the same way, Erica. So don't feel bad. I mean, Rachel had to go through that too. She's, she's known the Lord her whole life. She, she can go back to, to where she was about four years old, making a confession of faith. And she was raised up in, in the home, you know, of, of believers. So it was a little bit, you know, different scenario, but uh, your testimony is the fact that you don't have a big testimony that you have known yeah. the Lord I mean, that's what I tell to Rachel. I'm like, you've never not, ha- you've never had to go through the stuff that I've gone through. You've never had to experience loneliness and and despair on a level that you don't know God. Like, that's a yeah. beautiful testimony. 
So don't don't feel bad because that's a testimony in and of itself that God loves people so much that he can actually prevent you from having to go through the things that most people have to go through in order to hit rock bottom. So Yeah, we shouldn't be comparing. Don't ever compare your testimony to somebody else's. Yeah, right? for like sure. You, people, we see people get all these, like a lot of praise for like, I was addicted and now I'm not, or I was doing right. this, now I'm right. not. Jesus saved me from that. I, I, I've known the Lord since I could walk. Mm. I, I've always, and I, I grew up in a non-Christian household and somehow he still found me. Yeah. Kept me. Me too, dude. Um, and that, that is a testimony in and of itself. Like I was, I was literally the black sheep, the white sheep in this household. I just, he just, he just always revealed himself as mm. loved on me. Uh, don't compare Eric, your testimonies to somebody else. Uh, Erica, yeah, uh, for sure. I think actually she's going to be coming. She might be coming up to this way for Christmas. I mean, that's the hope. We can. I mean, if we can get her out here, you know, ASAP, that'd be great. We do have a place for her to stay when she does come up to. It's only from where she's at. It's only a five, about a five and a half hour drive. So it's not terrible, terrible. Um, but and it's where I mean to get her out of the situation that she's in. It's I think it's totally worth it. Um, and so instead of putting her in a hotel from now on, we'll, she'll stay, uh, probably at our in-laws, uh, at, at Rachel's parents' house, which they live in the same city as us. So, uh, so yes, if you, if you, if you want to get her something by all means, Erica, uh, that'd be awesome. And I know that she would appreciate it. So, um, feel free and, uh, let me know. You can, you can drop it off at the house cause Erica lives in, in Missouri or no, Kansas, Kansas close to me though. So anyway, yeah, that'd be dope. Appreciate that. All right. Um, to Erica, to answer your, or to, excuse me, to Crystal, to answer your question, I, I don't understand what you're asking. Um, what is our, or can universal call to Christ mean in my Thomas Chain reference? I don't, I'm really trying to follow. I don't know what you're asking. Just, just simply ask the question. What are you trying to say? Is there a universal call to Jesus? Like to Christ? Yes. There's a universal call for the gospel. We go out and preach the gospel to everyone. Now, does it? Does everyone respond? No. Can everyone respond? That's a different question. Um, we here at the Doctrines of Rad, we would say no. Right. Um, but unless God draws them. Yeah. Violently. Violently. Sometimes. Sometimes it's not so violent, but definitely it can be, for sure. What's up, Jordan? What's up, brother? See you, man. We, that's a guy we need to get on this podcast. Go with Jordan. Like no? Oh, okay. Never mind. Never met Jordan. I don't like you. Logan doesn't like you. I'm not allowed to like you anymore. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Jordan, uh, dude. Go with Jordan. He does a lot of evangelistic stuff. And uh, Nice. He's he's great, man. He's got good I, Yeah, man. I want to keep having some um, you know, street preachers on. I want to keep talking yeah. about their story. I love it. Are you feeling are you feeling the 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 call? Are you feeling like you need to go out there and do some street don't. preaching? Don't put that on me, Ricky. <laughs> Don't put that voodoo on me, Ricky Bobby. But yes, dude. I, there's this corner in town that I just look mm. at and I'm like, that's my corner. That one's mine. I'm going to be that guy. You need to do it, dude, for sure. I think, like, yeah. for me, I I think what I want to get our church involved in uh, next year is we have this uh, little festival in our town, and uh, I want to get us a booth and just have a prayer booth just where we can – People can come up and we'll just pray for them and share the gospel with them. I mean, that's to me, that's that's worth it. You know, it doesn't have to be about come to our church. It's just is literally like, let us pray for you. 
uh, let us tell you about Jesus. And uh, I almost made an inappropriate joke. Good, Erica. Keep your. This is a family friendly show here. First off, I would rock that corner in any context. Second, that's not what I meant. Oh, that corner. Yes. Yes. Are you going to be pulling a Tamar? <laughs> when I said Tamar, Tamar is the woman who um, she tricked her father-in-law to sleep with her. <laughs> pretended to be a funeral uh funeral a uh, a temple prostitute and uh she was the woman oh. in the yeah. old testament <laughs> yeah i know i thought you were making a reference to like current events <laughs> you, know, uh, you know that that movie harold and tamar go to white castle yeah harold and kumar yeah. um so unseen realm bro we got uh we got a good another 10, 15 minutes. Let's, let's chat about, uh, we talked two weeks ago, I brought up the unseen realm documentary and I said, I really would like you to watch it. Uh, and so I, I kind of want to hear, I, I know we've, we've, we've discussed it a little bit. Have you given it further thought? Uh, do you have a final conclusion with, um, you know, your overall perspective on it? I hate it. I watched it, hated it. It was, and, and why? Was, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, it was fine. So he, just he drives me crazy, man. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so Heiser, Heiser just caused a, a significant amount of like problems for me to. So, for example, if what he is saying is true in this documentary, if this is accurate, that gives weight to many things that we in the Protestant faith don't actually acknowledge. Like what? Right, praying to Michael. Hmm. That now becomes legitimate. Guardian angels becomes legitimate. Rulers of of nations, spiritual beings having authority over nations, right? And they misuse that authority. The, the implications become vast in many different ways. I didn't I didn't come to the conclusion of the guardian angels thing. Can you can you recap like where I So like I Michael like... is the, the guardian of Israel. Okay. Right. Oh, okay. Well, so all... my, my understanding of guardian angels is like having people assigned to like having one assigned to me. Like that's well, kind of yeah, how I grew up here. So you can break that even further, right? We don't know how many angels are in the in yeah. the, the spiritual space. Dude, cat. Oh my gosh, cat. Get cat out of here. Loves you so much. Don't disrespect that cat. I didn't. I just threw him on the ground. One second. Do I need to mute it? My computer says it's done. Bailey, this is the Unseen Realm documentary. Uh, it's on YouTube. It's Lagos. Lagos Bible Software is the company to put it together. Dr. Michael Heiser, he wrote the book called The Unseen Realm. Also, the Bible Project has three or three or four video series on the Unseen Realm and the Divine Council as well. Really? So he does a Q&A too that I want to watch. Um, I had plans to watch it tomorrow. So just so you guys understand, Logan had a traumatic experience with supernatural stuff when he was a kid that I try not to give credence to, and I just blow it off as like, just, I don't know, like, I, I maybe I don't remember it correctly, right? Like that it was just a psychosomatic event that I, I don't understand. And I, I limit supernatural beings to ability like i don't believe possessions can occur today 
um, I, and I know I take a very radical stance on this. I think that was uh, done away with, with Christ. Um, mm-hmm. Those were uh, a means at which Christ would use to, um, they were for a time and a season for Christ to reveal his, his power and his glory um, and perform miracles. I know I'm, t- I'm in the minority in that one. That's fine. Um, I can change my mind. Heiser's video is actually helping change my mind on that. Yeah. Um, but because of those events, I, I I don't give supernatural anything that much weight, right? Like angels are messengers, right? And I know the Septuagint actually changed uh, angel and demon but into what were angels. Huh? Is that your pastor's an angel? He's a messenger of the word. Um, So they, we see, we see, so Job specifically, we see there that God gives him authority to do limited activity, right? Um, And I've always like given that same limited ability to supernatural beings in every way. I, Heiser gives them more free will than I think they have. Um, yeah. But I, I could be wrong. I would agree with that. Um, I mean, Heiser is a pro free will guy. So, I mean, that's, you know, of, of all of the things that I probably would take issue with, which is dumb, that I would take issue with the free will part. But, yeah, I mean, uh, he definitely is not reformed. So, I mean, there's right. there's some of that lacking. So, but, I mean, the, the fall of angels in heaven we speculate on what that story is. Right. right. Like we don't really know what caused Lucifer to fall. We, we, we say it's pride and jealousy. Right. We say it's because of humans. He didn't want to be seen lower than humans. And um, I don't know. I don't know. Man. But uh, Heiser's, the whole documentary is wonderful. It's well put together. It's very educational. It's biblical. Um it has put me on this massive journey to like start rethinking how Protestantism rev- gives weight to uh, the supernatural world, right? So charismatics give too much weight to it, yeah, right? And right. and then you have um, orthodoxy, Catholicism, and Eastern Orthodox, where they're praying to angels, um, something I would never do. Um, but if if Heiser's right, and there is this communal Elohim working together in God's relational. I understand he can use angels and probably uh, more than likely uses angels to um, be in fellowship and help him govern the world that he has created, including the supernatural space. If that is, if that's the case, um, I I accept that and believe that. Um, I just don't know how accurate that is. Right. So when you have angels, that their job is to s- just praise the holiness of God and just like just twirl around his throne. Right. And that is the most glorious job in heaven. That's the most beautiful job you could do. Right. And I don't they know. Free, they willingly do that. Oh yeah, absolutely. Cause every time they pass over his throne, they don't see something. They, they see something new. They don't Can see they something be redeemed? they've seen before. Huh? I mean, I, the only thing I would object to that when it comes to being the most glorious job is, I mean, it seems like God sees more significance in what we do, in the, not in what we do necessarily, but in his redemption of us, bringing him glory. To me, it seems like he's most glorified in the redemption story of, of human beings. 
not in, I agree not in the, I'm, I, so i'm not I mean, saying okay so i see what you're saying I, when i said that uh that's like the most glorious job. I mean, their job, right. their their task, what they've been created to do is to literally just shout out his holiness to the universe or to all of creation. Right. And they every time they pass over his throne, they, they see something new about him and more glorious and more beautiful than before. Um, and they've been doing that for all of eternity since, since the f- creation of anything. They have been doing that. So... That's amazing, right? So, like, how do you how do you put these two things together? There's this war in heaven, where angels are fighting, and then thir- two thirds are cast out. Somehow, angels are given uh, authority over regions, and then now that story is playing out. But then we wrestle against powers of the air, right? Yeah. Um, there's this spiritual battle that's occurring all around us that we don't really pay attention to. I don't know, man. This. This is drove me crazy since I watched this documentary. I feel like it puts a good face on principalities. I think it just helps. It does. To- well, it does. It does. Yeah. It, and it makes that verse make more sense. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I, I gotta, well, it, I, it I, makes it makes uh, the references to Enoch and the angels that have sinned. It makes that make more sense too. I mean, in in Jude and in second Peter where it's referred to where they quote from the book of Enoch and they talk about the, the sin of the angels. Um, you know, it's, it's, how do you, how do you make sense of that without, uh, without understanding like what, what that meant, you know, what they were referring to. And, uh, when he paints the picture and he, he puts it together as a mosaic, you know, you get to see this broader, this broader spectrum of the picture of like God's of what picture God is, is painting. Um, it's still not even full. I mean, it's not complete. I still think of the the verse where Paul says, you know, right now we see through a mirror dimly, but eventually we'll it be, things will be made clear. So it's like, um, it seems like I, I get, we get these bits and pieces of God's glory and his story and, and everything that he's putting together, but it doesn't all still make sense. But the more that we learn, the more that we can kind of make sense of the things that didn't previously make sense. Yeah. I, so I look at like Enoch, like, as like the Chronicles of Narnia or something, right? Just sure. a story yeah. that they told to help describe things that they didn't understand um, without it actually being any kind of weightiness to it. I don't know. They they believed it, though. They, that's uh, There's a reason they came up with that terminology and those descriptions. Right. Uh, or those books could have been quite literally inspired, not by the Holy Spirit, but by something else. Sure. Uh, Right. Um, Wade says this dude can't block me. <laughs> Love you, Wade. Good luck, man. <laughs> oh yeah, he's not in my he's not in my life. Um, I don't I don't know, but they, like they, it just opens so many questions. Now we have there there is some credence to praying to angels now. There's I don't I don't get that, dude. I've I watched the documentary and I'm reading the book. I have not seen one justification for praying to angels. I'm not, I, I'm not saying they say that in there, okay. but if they're given authority over nations and over people, what do, what are people worshiping? What are people worshiping when they, when they worship Molech or Baal? What are they I worshiping? I believe Bear? fake idols because of first Corinthians what eight. Was, what was fair? How were Pharaoh's, how were Pharaoh's prophets doing the same things that God was doing? Magicians. They, 
So they magic. I watched. I watched a magician the other day pour water into a cup. Uh huh. And then when the guest on, like the guy from the audience, goes to pour the cup over his head, the water disappeared. I watched that over and over and over again. I still don't know how he did it. Magicians have always been around. Magicians can make things look like they. So turning turning a, an entire river into blood, like sure, without like getting out there and dumping. I, I mean, watched not, a man pour water like into a cup, and then it didn't come yeah. out of the cup. I just it seems like it just seems like that that just seems ridiculous to me that it was magic. That's, it seems absolutely ridiculous. They're even me. called sorcerers. Yes, because they actually had meaning. Today, sorcerers, they, we think of Mickey Mouse and broomsticks because in 2022, that term doesn't have the same meaning. We, we call, we, we, we would, you know, pharmacia, the idea where pharmacists, where, where the idea of a pharmacy comes from had a different meaning back then than it does now. I mean, God is not provide, you know, we would have called, uh, pharmacists uh you know what wizards too like i mean i don't know dude i just well so and claire's right he brings she brings up a good point they didn't turn water and a river into blood they turned a bowl right was it i don't i don't remember sure. the story exactly but I'm that pretty doesn't sure sound it was right just a, pretty sure they just mimicked it into a pot uh, that doesn't sound right to me pull um, that up yeah the uh or i'm pulling that from disney's moses <laughs> Whatever it was, my memory escapes me. But here's I don't I don't give credence. So you're telling me that witchcraft is real? I don't believe that. Yeah, witches would tell you it too, dude. You, you I think would that tell they them just... they're, they're lying? I would. I'm well, I think lying. you're. I think you are. I think that you are minimizing the severity of the powers of darkness. Not that not that they should have glory or honor, but I think that. And it probably doesn't matter. At the end of the day, it probably doesn't make any difference because we have Christ and they cannot overtake us, period. So it's we're not in a place to have to be concerned with that. But I think if we deny that there are spiritual forces and there is spiritual power that supersedes our ability and our knowledge, and we just go into situations uh, telling people, oh, well, that's fake that what you're doing. I mean, who's going to take us, who who takes God serious when we read supernatural things that God has done in the Bible? You know, like, how do we, you just going to tell, uh, you know, as you preach the gospel, just tell the witch that every, all the powers that she believes are fake, but then she goes to a church where the, she sees healing. Like, it doesn't, that doesn't compute to me. That doesn't make sense to me. It- Yes, I would say I would. I would because one's the power of God and the other is fake. Right? I, I, I see Moloch is not an actual. I don't think it's fake. I think it's real. You th- so you think Baal or Baal and yeah. Moloch were actual supernatural things that caused. They were, cre- they, they were created by, they were beings created by God that fell, that in a rebellion when we see Satan and the rest in the two thirds or a third of heaven cast out that they make up those beings. Yes, I do believe that. And that makes the most sense to me. So we see that Moloch cannot turn the altar into fire. Yeah. At that, in that moment, yes, we see that because we see it, any moment were you talking about right. the Elijah? This is this yeah. This is a moment for these deities to show uh-huh. themselves 
supernaturally and they're mocked openly by Elijah and Yahweh turns that altar. So do you think that their whole lives as coming up as priests of Molech, that they never did that. And this was the one time that they tried and it's like, Oh, well, I guess it doesn't work. You, you think that they like, they lived just be just like very, like these counterfeit gods, these counterfeit gods that mock God and do this very same things that they, they try to do the same things that God does. They try to be benevolent, you know, whatever that, that even means, but they, uh, what are we even talking about again? I'm sorry, man. I got distracted. I'm trying to find this. So this is this is good. Oh, uh, this is good for this, like because this is where this documentary leads us, right? It, are these counterfeit gods actual supernatural beings that have been given authority to govern nations mm-hmm. and govern air, govern areas? Right, that causes the the giants, that causes the flood, that causes all of these things, right? Do we do we believe those are counterfeit? Or the I, creations of men, because if you if you say that, then it gives weight to all the all the Egyptian gods. It gives weight to yeah. Zeus. It gives weight to yeah. uh, the the like Thor and Odin, and all of these have not, actual. Not all truth. mythologies. Not all mythologies are the same. No, I don't. Believe right, that. but I'm saying they're, they they these legends are coming from somewhere. Right. I didn't say yeah. God didn't cause the flood. I said that they, there was a reason for the destruction of man. And it was because of, never mind. Wait, stop. I'm trying to be nice. The, I, so I think it is a wiser position to write all of them off, as we see in 1 Corinthians 8, that we know that there is no other God but God. Than to say, there that then there to say there is some truth behind uh, so i watched my grandmother dig a hole put like a little box in it to get back at my grandfather um, or my step grandfather she was married like five times and then he was in, like an hour later he was in a car accident coincidence or what she did with the box and then put it into the ground i don't know right but it, i mean that, that puts mythology. Not this documentary me. really makes me think. It, like it puts mythology into the whole story. That I think that it puts separate, clarity into the whole story. Well, it gives it does give clarity to like why they thought the way they did. Enoch gives clarity to like, for example, covering of heads. Right, you didn't want angels to sleep with you, so you covered your head. Like it, it, it makes sense like why they thought the way they did. But we, we know that Enoch isn't scripture. Of course. And I wouldn't, I mean, unless you're Ethiopian, then it's, then it's or scripture. Eastern Orthodox, I believe also. Maybe. Use it. Uh, Footprints. It's called the unseen realm. It's by Dr. Michael Heiser and Lagos uh, Bible software on YouTube. Um, I don't, I mean, look, I, I, I'm going to be, I'm going to try to be charitable because I, I do, I do understand your position. Like I understand that it's hard. It, it's hard to come to those conclusions. Um, and uh, I can't expect you because I don't, I don't think that it, it doesn't change the gospel. So it, it's not, it can be a, very easily a secondary type of issue where we can, where we can agree and just see things differently. But, but I, I will say that I, I absolutely believe 
that there are spiritual darkness and principalities that have powers that we do wrestle against. Well, that God ultimately wrestles against. They they affect us. They try to impact our lives. They try to change us to to worship them and steer us away from worshiping God. Uh, but I they, they did. Huh? That's not what I. That's not what I'm saying. I agree with all of that. No, no, no. I'm just making my. I'm just making my argument that those are real tangible beings that have systematically been destroyed over time that that the 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 gods of the earth are far less because god has put them into submission uh and that we still have some gods that are left that god over time has it will destroy but hasn't destroyed yet but that you're making you're, you're taking that making a giant leap into like worship of moloch and people Baal. worship moloch dude People worship Baal. They worship them. I don't because I know who the creator Yahweh is. That that's fine. They can okay, so we can we can say that they're they're modeled off of an actual I do there's the, an actual force behind it. I can I agree there. The where I where I disagree is that they have power to provide anything. Oh, I never said that they're benevolent. Right, so, that's that's so, the point. That's what Psalm eighty two says. God is casting judgment on on the divine council, saying you have not ruled you have not you have not taken the authority that I've given to you to rule benevolently. So I will limit your lives. I will. He, so he I mean, how is that? How is it? How is that part hard to believe? But it's easy to believe that God created a, a race of people called humans, put them in a garden. They were tempted by a serpent that the serpent caused sin to enter into the whole world. But we're not. But we know that there are created other created beings that exist because there was a serpent in the garden. We know that yeah. Satan is the is the king of the earth. So he is what authority God has given him authority. Where God has given stops, Satan authority, right? Where where I stop is that Moloch provided nothing. Baal provided nothing. What does Satan provide? Nothing real. Nothing. What does Satan? But he's still get, been given authority by God. You don't deny that he exists. I mean, it's very limited authority. It, it's deceptive. Bro, what are you right. talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about like for the devil cannot come up to me right now and hand me an apple out of the air. If an apple appears in my hand, shut this off. Why couldn't he? He cannot do that. Why couldn't he? Because he's not God. Why has he been given authority over the earth? But he can't. He can't just manifest an apple. How Why do you are know? you giving him that kind of ability? Because How do you he's know not that? God. That is the power of a God. The, there were angels that slept with human beings and created giants. That's fine. You That's fine? Create an <laughs> you cannot they create can, an apple right, out of nothing. They can't create an apple? You, tr trans, trans, okay, transforming into a serpent or revealing yourself as a serpent, however you want to perceive the story, right? That's fine. Whichever way. You want to say he just was... There's people who believe he just whispered and the, the, the serpent was there. and then No, I believe that, Eve ate an actual fruit. I don't believe – Satan didn't give them the fruit. They had to go I, to the tree and pick it. Right, right, right. He had no actual power to do anything significant. He Deception, had power to convince whispering, her to do it. Remember, this is a natural world. Right, that's fine. But he didn't make an apple appear out of nothing. He didn't need to. That wasn't the rules that God set forth. But what does witchcraft do? They manifest things like – the, okay, the car accident thing. Yeah. Like, they don't have that kind of power to change things. Not over God's people. They don't, but they I bet you they do over the people of the earth. No, because then that I, belong they, to the world. So that means God decreed from eternity past 
that all those events would have happened that that angel specifically is going to cause that a car accident possibly based on the selfish ambitions of a human being provoking the angel to do an action did god decree that satan had authority and rule and dominion over earth and he, how but you why can't you deny that him, bro why are you giving him so much authority we I'm see not that giving, he, i'm just being realistic dude. no not you're not because authority. look at the story of no job. you are, look listen i think you're look speaking, at the story of joe listen to me logan really serious i'm being serious right now i'm being serious please do not please do not put that on me i am not giving satan authority and i do not i don't like when you say that it well, bothers okay, listen, me okay, i'm so not giving the, the, i am not giving him anything Satan is not my God. I worship Yahweh. Please do not say that I'm giving. Okay, so so forgive authority. me for the misspeaking okay. or the way that I rephrase that. But you are re referencing or referring to the idea that he has an ability to just do whatever he wants. Not when in actuality he, wants. he doesn't. He's he not God. Do he, but, but you don't know what he can do. The Bible doesn't say what he can do. It doesn't give it doesn't give his limitations. The only limitation we see in scripture is that Satan right now is currently bound to deceive the nations. We don't know anything else of what he's able to do. So be realistic with it. Could he be able to do it? Maybe. I'm not making the claim that he can make an apple out of thin air. But I am saying that to deny that there is a spiritual darkness out there that has some sort of authority that God has given is to deny what scripture says, man. Like there, that's, a, I think you have to be very careful in, in, I, I get that you're working through it. I understand. And I'm sorry, I'm feeling passionate about it, but I'm, I'm just feeling like, I, 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 I wish that we could be on the same level in this. I wish we yeah. could, we could be on the same page. Here's my thought process. Satan comes to the council of Yahweh, right? He's in the midst of the other Elohims and there's a council of angels. One, I don't know how, because sin can't enter his presence, so there's there's an issue. Yet, Satan, or the accuser, is in the presence of God, and he asks him, where have you, go? Where have you been? To and fro throughout the, the earth, right? Yes. He has no ability to do anything until the moment that, God, that they strike a deal, and God says, you can do X, Y, and Z, but you shall not harm him. Right? That is that is not the norm. That's not normative. That was granted there and then to prove a point. I, I can't take because it happened. Like it happens in that moment. He's given an you know ability. It, you can't say because, that it's not normative, dude. That's not a that. Yeah, you absolutely based can, on what? Based not, on what ground? Here, here, based on the simple fact that God gives him an ability to do so. If he already had the ability to do so. Why then did he even have to come to the council of God in the first place Yeah, to have the conversation to tempt him when he could have just done it without ever even coming to him? But that's right? one, because that's one have, example with Job. But how do you – you can't, you can't say it's not normative because you don't know that it doesn't continue to happen. You don't know that, that there aren't divine beings that come to God and, and make the same argument – and go to Logan and try to tempt Logan. All, all we know is there's one story. There's one and we see we can see that God, that is a way in which God operates. So right. I I, I temptation is different than killing your livestock, your workers, sure. and your kids. Yeah, but but do do we know how do we we don't know? We you can't know what when someone dies or their family dies in a car accident or you can't know that that's not the same thing happening. 
you can't possibly know it. So that, it, gives, so that leads us to down this road where it wasn't me. It was the devil. I didn't do that. The devil did that. I didn't do that. A spiritual being did that. Give me one. I'm not responsible. So I'm not afraid. Oh, let's take lust, right? I'm not responsible for watching porn. Something whispered in my ear, gave me that urge. I then lusted. I went and watched porn. Well, that's not what the Bible says about sin. The Bible in James talks about sin beginning and then being given into as a temptation. So the temptation, when it comes to fruition, becomes sin. So it's, it. you are still held, there's, Dude, are you like no one's making the argument that you're not being held accountable for your actions? Right. But it, who cares what other people think? What does the Bible say? We are all held accountable for our actions. So regardless of whether you think that someone could maybe possibly blame the devil for something, that it's irrelevant. We're still held responsible by the judge. <laughs> right? I mean, am I wrong? If you are constantly been being bombarded by spiritual beings, you have no chance. You have no chance. You're, you're absolutely right. right. You don't have right. a chance. That's everybody I, I, is bombarded I, I by spiritual beings, dude. Like that. What do you think sin is? We're being what, constantly. What is more of a problem? What, what is more? So what is more mythological? I have a flesh and a biology that's causing me to sin. Versus and not choosing the natural or the the moral position on whatever whatever this thing is right, my flesh versus my spirit. Sure. Or I'm constantly having spiritual beings cause me do bad things. No one. The spiritual beings are not causing Christians to do bad things. We wrestle against principalities and forces of the air, right? So right. They're not causing, no one is causing anybody to do, Satan did not cause Eve to sin. Eve chose right. to do it on herself. She was held accountable for her sin. Right. So I agree with that. Temptation is one thing. Yeah. Killing and actually manifesting changes, I don't agree with. And yet God did, God allowed it to happen. With what? If we're using Job as an example, I'm, I, I, I still hold that that's not normative. Well, but you because he but had it's to not, come and request the ability to do so. Yes, norm, he didn't always have it. Do you okay? Maybe we're not communicating what normative means. Do you mean it doesn't happen often, or it doesn't happen exactly like that? What is your definition? Because that, go ahead. That that one instance was one instance. It was unique. Okay. Well, I disagree, and I don't think that you have any basis to make that claim. But my basis was the simple fact that he had to come and get, be given the ability in the first place. Yeah, so we got to see a glimpse of how it operates, of how God operates. We got to see a, an outside-in perspective on how God works jump. within the divine council. That's a big jump. So you're saying it's that just— A bigger jump you, than that's not normative? So, so, so you're saying fallen angels just come into the present, into the heavenly council and request to do things. I'm, I'm gonna, saying the Bible says that. I'm not saying that. It's, I'm it's, saying that that's what the Bible says. It doesn't say that. It does. How did how did Satan come before God? In Psalm 82, who are the beings that God is, is judging? I don't like this documentary. This right here. This is exactly why I don't like this documentary. Well, it's. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I hope you know. I'm like. I'm not actually mad at you, dude. Right? Like, you know. I'm just but, feeling. But, but this is. But so me and you understand each other and are cordial and love each other. 
but this is going to be a real problem for people. All the like this documentary really causes like a lot of heartburn for me. I, yeah. Right. So it does preach the gospel in the middle of it. The documentary is fine. Go watch it. Unseen realm. It's actually really well put together. Great production. It's biblical. It's going to make you mad like me with he, Logan. He makes leaps that I don't agree with. Like now. So once again, like we're now, we can pray to angels. We can do these things. Are he didn't make that. Real. Leap, though. You are making that leap because it, if he, if they cover nations, and they have authority given by God. Yeah. One, we're assuming they're fallen angels. They could. Be, it never says that they're fallen. Michael governs Israel. He is the guardian of Israel. Catholics pray to Michael. Right? I don't. I again, the Michael thing. I'm not. I'm not familiar with what you're referencing about Michael guarding, guarding, guarding Israel. Yeah, he talks about it in the documentary. Well, I look at Israel as Yahweh's portion among the rest of the nations after the Tower of Babel. Right. The rest of the people were dispersed. They were given over. They were given into different territories. And so I believe that God assigned divine beings to govern those I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means that they literally, uh, that God made them to be gods. I don't believe that that is the case. I believe that the governance of those nations was in the sense of um, these are not my people. God is saying, these are not, these are not my people. I will make a people for myself. So the rest of the people, they will be, they will be given over to reprobate minds. Like it says in Romans to their own gods, to their own, to these other divine beings, because they are not my portion. But I will use them. I will use them to show my glory. And I will not only use them to show my glory, but the glory that I do show will put to shame all of those powers of darkness, spiritual forces in high places. I agree with all okay. of that. So what I disagree is them having tangible powers. Well, I don't like, know what to tell you, man. They I'm like where they disagree. where they sacrifice a baby on the altar of Moloch and then it rains. Yeah. I don't agree with that. Well, I don't know what to tell you, dude, because they didn't just do that for centuries without any results. They didn't just make it up in their head. <laughs> so you have, so you could look at two ways of the altar, right? The 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 prophets of of Baal are are, are fanatic, like, and it's such a weird description, right? They're fanatically going off till the till they're blue in the face, right? Till, till they're sickly, tired, trying to get him to do to light this altar on fire. If you can look at it and say one, because they knew they were going to die if they didn't have it happen. So this was their last attempt or they've seen it happen in the past. And for some reason it's not happening this time. I, I can see how you can make both. Of well, Hey, ones. look, Mike, Mike, true Christian is on your side. Cause he thinks the false guy, the false gods lie to the people about their power too. I, I completely disagree. I don't think that that's at all what, uh, the argument is from Heiser's perspective. I think he's very clear that there's there's power that has been given to them, just like there has been power given to Satan. Satan is, is has power. He doesn't have. What, he def, has define he, that for me. What is his power? Well, what is, what is when you say he obviously he has, authority, has the power to mean? deceive the nations, okay. because that's what he's being limited from doing right now. So right. what so does that mean? That, we see that in the garden, which is fine. He deceived Eve. He deceived mm -hmm. Adam. We, de we see deception. That is verbal 
communication. You have an intelligent being speaking to a less intelligent fleshly being that is limited, right? I'm finite. They have existed since the beginning. I, I've only been here since 91, right? Mm -hmm. So I can, I can be easily deceived. So I, I see that, but define that power. Satan if, had if, power if, to if kill a, Job's family. But, and I was just about to say, but if you use Job, you have to show me somewhere else that it is normative. You, you have to even, show me that it's not. I, I can, right here. Sure. The In in the wilderness, right, the Holy Spirit um, takes Jesus into the wilderness, right? Led by yeah. the Holy Spirit, he goes yeah. into the wilderness. For the temptation. Right. And in those temptations, none of the things that the devil, like, optioned actually can manifest. Right? Why not? Because one, God or one, Christ uses scripture to refute and show that he's lying and deceiving. I, I see. So I, if you correlate the 40 days in the garden, or excuse me, the 40 days in the wilderness with the 40 days in the garden, you see the parallels between the first 40 Adam days in the garden. I, I say, sorry, 40 days. I always say 40 days because I, I, I see the parallels so, so unique and they mirror each other so well. From, so from Christ being, so Joseph getting dreams, leading Christ into Egypt, Joseph leading the Israelites, Joseph of, uh, of, the, of the birth of the Israelites, leading the Israelites into Egypt, right? We see the parallel. We see the parallel between Moses and the babies. We see the parallel between Jesus and babies in Bethlehem, right? I, so if you can take those parallels consistently, you can apply that same parallel to the first Adam and last Adam, one is in a garden where it is plush or flush with food and wonderful things to eat. And the other one is in a wilderness where everything is dead and they mirror each other as opposites. Okay. Right. So we see, so we see the baby Jesus going into Egypt, right? Anyways. All right. So if you take that same consistent view on these two events, then you see that he deceives Eve. The things that the devil presents to the last Adam are just deceptions. They're not actuality. So I can see that he's lying to Eve in the garden. I can see that he's lying to Christ in the wilderness. None. Of, he can't turn a rock into bread. He, he can't give him the kingdoms of the world. And that's why Christ comes back with scripture. Because in, if you look in the garden, you see that, you know, he's, he's deceiving Eve with the words of God. And then she comes back with something other than the actual word of God. Meanwhile, Christ presents the actual word of God to up, the man? devil and to refute him. Okay. So deceiving the nations, I get. Can't turn a rock. He can't turn like a rock into bread. Well, I mean, I don't think I, I agree. I hear everything that you're saying. I would my counter to what you're saying is that he didn't because Jesus rebuked him with the word of God. So, uh, but, but why not still turn it to bread and tempt him further? I don't know. Hmm? Why, why did Jesus rebuke him right away? I mean, I don't know. Because, because, he he because he changes the temptation, right? He goes from, he goes from his flesh and then he ta targets something else versus just turning the, like turning, you know, make manifesting food in front of him. To tempt him further. Well, the deal, food. the deal was that if he did, if he did, if he just gave the word that he would give him bread and Jesus didn't give the word. So, uh, I mean, I would make the argument that because Jesus quickly responded and retorted that there was no, 
I mean, that's like saying, well, he could have or could not have made the bread. Like, how do you know? How do you know? I mean, the way that I the way that I understand the way that uh, that that these uh, demonic forces uh, are able to I mean, if 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 demons now, I agree that possession probably does not happen. I mean, I think you can make a good argument that possession does not happen today. But how does a being, how does a a, a spiritual being take over the body of a human being? It's a supernatural mm. experience. It is it is a person entering into it is a spiritual being entering into the body of a human. That is not something we can't do. I can't do that with another. I mean, okay, with sex you can, right? But it's not the same thing, right? So I I I don't have that ability. So there is a supernatural ability that 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 a, a divine being has that I don't have as a human being. So, so again, I think I think that there are more arguments in favor of that these demons, these divine beings that have fallen in rebellion from God, have some ability, have some point of 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 power that it's limited. Of course, I agree that it's limited. I am not saying that they even have the uh, potential to be like God, but yet they, they try to mirror what God does and they counterfeit what God does and they make a mockery of what God does, but ultimately God puts them to complete shame. No, I do not believe that Satan can be over God. Not, not even in the slightest bit. I think that's the point that I'm trying to make is that Satan does have power, I believe, but I believe that that is limited to what God has allowed him to have. And that power does not, it's not the same creation power that God has to make something out of nothing. It is a way to manipulate. So, you know, Satan is not, if he was to create a piece of fruit or to create the bread, he wouldn't be creating it from nothing. The things are already here. God has created the atoms and the molecules and everything else. So he would be using God's own creation against God. He would be using that in the sense of, of and I mean, in whatever way that angels are able to manifest in to be displayed to us there is a supernatural thing that happens too that's an ability that we don't have it appears that angels can kind of pop in and out of existence they can just kind of show up they can go through walls they like they have this ability to do things that we can't do so there's there seems to be a layer that is not the layer that we live in that they operate in and in that there is there is something that we would call power because we're not familiar with it nor can we do it in our nature but for them that's just an ability that they've been given in their nature by God. Sorry, I just said a lot of things. How do how do we know that though? Cuz every time I see I don't, but I don't I, I I don't particularly know that. Right. So in scripture whenever angels interact they they're they're in human form. Right. Right. Or at least clothed in like humans, right? Yes. So we see Christ and Abraham discussing with the two angels yes. with him, um, having a meal. Like they they eat. Like there is, they interact with us. We in we a tangible way. We artistically depict Gabriel interacting with Mary as this like bluish, right. translucent, see through man with wings, right? But I mean, what if he just was flesh and bone just talking to her? Like he just manifest. I don't. That, but so you got me with the dang possession thing, and now I'm like thinking, like, okay, maybe if the, if you have power to come into the body of a human being, although it was was possession normative, um, 
we really didn't start seeing that till uh, the belief of spirits after Hellenism. So after Alexander the Great comes through, um, through Israel, right on his conquest, um, and then possessions become normative in the New Testament. Um, but I thought it, I, I truly believe it was just for a time. I it could be. I'm I, speculating. I, I I don't have anything to say that it wasn't just for a time. Um, the Catholic Church has an entire dogma built around exorcism. They have like a, they have like a special a forces of, of exorcism. Bethlehem has a Protestant ver- or Bethel has a Protestant version of that. Um, right. I don't know, man. I I I I'd rather say you have no power, no real power, and believe that's, that. But that's true because of then, your perspective, right? They don't have power. You, there's nothing that they can do to you. You are, you've been set well, free. You are, you, you, you can't die a second death. Right. Is but I'm, what I'm saying is they don't, they can't manifest an apple out of thin air. Well, and I think that's where we just disagree. I mean, and that's a weird, like, I don't particularly. Why I picked an apple. An apple I don't know. But, <laughs> right. Well, I'm creating something from nothing. If they right. can manifest themselves in a way that they can come and interact with humans, how can they not like interact in some way with what our surround, like our reality. You know what I mean? Like, again, I mean, it, you wouldn't think that, that angels could sleep with humans and create offspring either. Right. Like, I mean, I, I wouldn't naturally believe that, but it seems like there's a pretty good argument in scripture for it. But so here, here's what I, and when I say mythology, I like, I'm trying to figure out the words because I'm not describing what I'm thinking in my head. I'm thinking of lore. Right, like yeah. vampires, sure. Are that this this documentary gives light to those things? Are vampires and werewolves and all these things that are those like met like offspring of demons sleeping with wolves and like oh, or fallen I mean, angels I, sleeping with? I mean, I, the Bible doesn't necessarily cover that part. <laughs> but, right, so like it, it just it puts us on this rabbit hole of just. It does, I mean, it didn't for me. You keep saying it puts us, but it didn't do that for me. Like it did it for you. It put you on this rabbit hole, but I didn't. Have you ever Have you ever seen a demon? I I've seen a person that I I swear I believe was possessed. I mean, outside I, I, of possession, I could be wrong, but uh, no. I mean, no. I but I we entertain angels unaware. So I mean, how do we know that we're not seeing demons and they look like people? Ah, this stupid. I think memory. ghosts are man. I think ghosts and like poltergeists, that sort of thing. I think that's just demonic stuff. I think that's demonic activity. Why do we, why do we say demonic and not go? Why isn't it the good stuff? Well, like why do we always do? We always that's assume a good question. Supernatural events that occur here are demonic, right? But but it wasn't demonic when they destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, right? Right. It wasn't well. Maybe it wasn't maybe it's because a lot of ghosts evoke fear, and I just like to go to like God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, so I I try to like, I think that if it if it's evoking fear, that it's not. I don't think that 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 kind of fear is not from the Lord, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, I when, mean it was for when, Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> well, yeah, but they were. I mean, they were experiencing judgment. They weren't just seeing a bunch of ghosts. Right. Like 
they but, weren't just having interaction with the poltergeist like they wanted to rape angels dude you know what i mean like that's what they were that's so what they that, were all about so we see that that manifestation is more than just wings and oh yeah figures wings it's, is made that's a catholic church thing i think the wings thing or at least a um that's like a colonism there you go yeah the wings thing is dumb i i mean but i get it I don't know, man. I got this stupid memory, and I'll never forget it, where the physical mark of me being, like, slapped by this thing was left on my face the next day to the point I couldn't go to school. Did I sleep on my hand, and I dreamed the whole thing, and the mark of my hand was on my face? Or did everything really happen? People have stories like that, dude. Yeah. I mean, I know you can't buy – like, I don't buy the heaven is for real type stories like the near-death experience but, like but I how, how do we how do we deny one without like so like john MacArthur, right he's an all-in or all-out right and i think he takes it too far when he's like yeah, oh sure. these people in the middle east that are seeing jesus they're they they're not right, right. i don't believe way. that right but i i don't think muhammad actually talked to gabriel mm. i don't think joseph smith talked to an angel now maybe maybe you're right maybe muhammad talked to Somebody that was deceiving him, and Gate and Joseph Smith talked to somebody that was deceiving him, or they just were human beings. That I mean, that's the accusation human. that they use against Christians a lot of the times is that well, Jesus was just deceptive, or you know, he was not. He's a false messiah and all this. So it seems like those accusations. They, you know, how we say like p- politicians always blame the other side for the things that they're doing. I feel right. like that's kind of like how it works with demons too like demons and these like these malevolent creatures that that have rebelled. Is it a wider, wiser stance? There's, there's this old phrase. It's the devil's greatest trick in the world is to make the world believe he doesn't exist. Right. So maybe there is some credence into the understanding of, um, that we do battle against spiritual forces. Right? Not flesh and blood, but we really do. Our we really are fighting our flesh more than anything. Else. I I totally agree, bro. I absolutely like. I'm not. I am on the same page as you. Is that but, I? So, the devil gets I mean, too much when blame. We go to that verse, though, it's by Christians. By Christians, the devil gets too much blame. I think if the world was acknowledging, oh, the devil made me do it, you probably would have a good argument that the devil probably did because you fall. You you know he is. What, what does the Bible call Satan? They, there's a specific term that they use that uh, it, they call him what the the God of this earth or the God of this age, right? They they make these inferences. And part of the curse was that Satan was going to be cast to earth. He was going to be oh. on his belly, you know, like, so he's Did, been. I, I freaking, I was in a, a, a Muslim live the other, like two, three days ago. Hmm. And. He was like, who's the God of this age? You believe Jesus is God and he's ruling now and who's in his kingdoms here. And who's who? And then they pull up the Bible verse where it's like the God right. of this age is the devil. That he has all authority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, and that just made me so mad seeing them make that reference. But mm. yeah. Well, they I worship. I, 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 I mean, you know what? I would I would love it. If, <laughs> I would love it if we broke this documentary down piece by piece, did a series on it, and walked through 
and I'll just I'll just start watching it over and over again, pulling through everything I have from Grudem and sure anybody else. Um, oh, you got showing the spirit, and... D.A. Carson. That's a good one. Or yeah. no, is that Gordon Fee? Who does showing the spirit? Uh, that's D.A. Carson. That's a really good one on the spiritual on spiritual things. Like this, oh. like this is really bothering me, man. Like I don't think people realize how much I'm actually going through. I don't think I realized it until today. It's okay until dude. we until we went through this. Like now, it's it's not okay, man. I'm, I'm like, why I'm, isn't it okay? You're either gonna wrestle with this and come out the other side with more information and more confidence on your current position, or you're gonna wrestle with this and you're gonna come out on the other side with something that you didn't previously know before and God will continue to be glorified in all of it. It's okay to wrestle with it, dude. Like, bro, do you know how hard it was for me to become a Calvinist? Like I struggled (laughs) way worse than what you're struggling with now. This, this idea does not change the gospel. It doesn't change that Jesus Christ died on the cross. It doesn't. And in fact, I feel like it, the, the view makes it even like more astonishing that when it Jesus changed, di- go ahead, it, it changes a lot of things though. It changes. It gives credence to, well, I, I keep saying this, it, the, the, this idea of witchcraft being legitimized, that these right. are real things occurring. So my uncle, they, they started a, a, a satanic cult when they were kids. Mm. Right. And they had to sacrifice like animals and eventually it led to where they had to kill this young girl and sacrifice her to this thing. He always called it a thing. He he never wanted to call it a demon. And they had this girl tied up, ready to sacrifice her. And they put the knives down Mm. and one by one they said, we can't do this. Yeah, they were like, God. They were like 18, 19, 16. Like it was just yeah. kids from Arizona. There's stories of that happening with like Slender Man worship and stuff, dude. There was like two girls that did the same thing trying to kill some other girl. He, but he, so this force, whatever this demon, whatever yeah. this thing was, yeah, I guess hunted them down. Mm. Right. And one by one, they all died. And finally, my uncle uh, died in his apartment. Mm. And he said he said he would always get a warning. Like he could just like something would happen and he knew it was close by. And he Dang. would literally, literally pack up and move. I literally helped him pack up and move for no reason. I don't believe it. I don't believe that. But he did. Oh, he, he, believed, he believed a lot of stuff that, I mean... But that's like the same, like people, there's like people that don't believe in God, man. You know what I mean? Like it's, I mean, it's just, I think, I personally think that because we are saved and because we know the truth, it minimizes all of the supernatural evil. And I I think that's good because I think God's focus is not, the Bible is not focused on getting us inspired to be, to like, acknowledge evil and, and, and like to give it power. I think the Bible is to show that evil has no power in light of a holy God who is, who is putting all evil and darkness to shame. So, all right. So, so you hold, 
this is my last, like, I guess, attempt at me, like, arguing myself into a circle. It's okay. By the way, for everybody listening, I know that this has been a long one. Uh, I'm, I genuinely am not angry with Logan. If I, and Logan, if I, uh, if I offended you in anything that I said, or, I or I any of my you, attitude, I, I thought I said like that you. No, were I just get really like, you know how sometimes so, when it's like, you feel like somebody should be able to see things the way that you do, so you feel like if you just talk louder, maybe they'll, <laughs> they'll get it. Do, do me a favor, define an idol. For everyone watching, define what you think an idol is. Oh gosh, uh, does it come? I mean, I, does it come into multiple meanings? Is I it... think so. I feel like it does. I think that there's a, a tangible, physical creation like stone and wood and bronze. Stone that and can wood, be an idol. All right, so right? There, there's an idol, right? So we have a figure. Yes. Right. What yeah. other things can be idols? Um, when any anything that we place our love and um, Alter and worship. Devotion and worship too. All right. So, yeah. so items of items that receive worship from us. We have yes. figures that are created. Yes. Any other? And I guess you would say um, actual man, like figures made to model demons or fallen angels. I would say that there are idols out there that are um, that are uh, spiritual beings that are not God, but people worship. Okay. So I'd say those are idols too. I've always used this as a passage to say that those things aren't real in any way. Um, right. That they're just figures that we, that man has created because man has a desire for religion because God has inherently put something in us that draws us to him, right? Every, no matter what nation in the world you have, it could be an indigenous group of people. They will have a religion naturally, right? Yeah. It's just something human beings do. Yeah. So now concerning food offered to idols, we know that all of us possess knowledge. This knowledge puffs up, but love builds up. If anyone imagines that he knows something he does not yet know as he ought to know, but if anyone loves God, he is uh, known by God, right? So that, and he's elaborating on what he said in, in chapter seven. Therefore, as to the eating of food offered to idols, we know that an idol has no real existence and that there is no God but one. So I, if, if, if we take so if we, if we take the idea that Moloch was real, mm-hmm. And any food that was offered to him, that that actually could not have been eaten, right? I mean, well, I don't know that's, about still it. A, that's still a heart position. Like, you're, all right, my heart is, I'm just buying food from the market regardless of where it was um, offered. I don't know. And idols have no real existence and that there is no God. Well, what, I mean, what, first of all, I hate to be this guy, but what translation are you using? ESV. So I wonder what the term or the phrase used, no real existence, what some other options are for that specific translation. Just because it doesn't mean like no real existence in the sense of they, they, they're just made up completely or no real existence in the sense of hyperbole where you're saying, yeah, well, who is, who is Baal? Who is Baal? I worship Yahweh. You know, like no real exist. They don't really exist to me because I don't worship them. 
So I guess that's my question is it, does it literally mean they don't actually exist, never have existed or that that phrase, no real existence means they don't actually have power because they're not Yahweh. Like they don't actually have real, true, real, true God power because they're, you know, they're, they're not going to give you anything back. That, that would be um, but, my but thought. But if they don't have any true God power, why do they now have the power to cause calamity? Unless it was first given, the authority has been um, given down. I mean, I that's that would be yeah that, that that that's how I would explain it is that that God has given certain authority to. I mean, just I just Satan specifically, God has given certain authority to Satan. He doesn't have ultimate authority. He doesn't have the ability to rule as in God as God does. But he does go and try to counterfeit things to get worship and to to deceive people and to tempt people. And um, but I mean, he's got no real authority over me, but he still exists. He has no like he's the strong man. I love the parable of the strong man because Jesus is the strong man. Like he's the one that came and overtook. He took he he took out the strong man. He's now become the new strong man in this house. But I was previously the strong man that I used to have exist there was something there you know god is now the strong man so no then there's nothing else stronger than him so nobody can overtake us that's how we can have confidence that if yahweh has saved us and he has taken up his residence by his holy spirit in us that no weapon formed against us shall prosper but that bible verse cannot be used for people who aren't in christ so weapons formed against them will prosper but for us no weapon formed against us shall prosper I mean, I just think, I mean, I don't concern myself with these other demonic entities or, or whatever they are because I don't worship them. So I really don't care about them. And I don't blame, I try not to blame Satan for everything, but I do try to blame him when I feel like it is him. When I go look at porn, like, that's my so, fault, right? That's so, my fault. Yeah, but that girl with those, like, the way you described their reaction to her getting off of... Uh, um, drugs you're like their response was just evil yeah it's demonic i think that it's either oppressive or or uh possessive but yes i mean they're so are you are you willing to say like hitler was demonically influenced absolutely (laughs) why the jews why did he go after the jews it's the jews stop saying it like that logan If you say it soft, it's kind. Jeez. I think, well, I just, I think that it's, it's, I think the going after the people, I think that shows the limited ability of, of, of rebellious beings, demons or whatever. I'll just say demons from now on. It's just easier to just refer to them as that. Uh, the limited ability for demons to know, to truly know what God's plan is. I think they have, they, they can read it. They can see it. They can kind of like not believe it or whatever. But the reason that Jesus, I mean, they didn't, they went right along with God's plan to crucify Christ. That was exactly what God wanted them to do. They thought they were winning. The spiritual forces thought they were, Satan thought, let's just say Satan thought he was winning and he didn't. And so I think Satan also thinks like there may be still be a chance that he can win because he hasn't been illuminated. He hasn't been given the, the understanding of God's truth. So, um, so he's going to keep fighting tooth and nail until until the end. 
to try to to assert himself above God. And but I think he's I think he's tangible. I think people that worship Satan they reap satanic benefits of it. I really want to know where this story comes from and why we get so much details that I don't see in scripture. And maybe I've, I've missed it. What about the, what about in first Kings when God says to his divine counsel, uh, who's going to go deal with Ahab? You know, what, what do you guys think? Basically, how do we deal with Ahab? And one of the divine counsel says, well, we could go do this and get grant, you know, deceive him or whatever. I forget exactly the terminology, but God said, all right, go do it. You know, it's yeah. like those people have been those people, those beings have been given some sort of of authority that or some sort of ability that we don't have that God allows, just like God allows Satan, God allowed Satan to attempt Job. That's why I think I don't. That's why I argue against Job not being normative. I mean, I don't know for sure. I don't think I would make a solid case that I think Job's the, the temptation of Job and the way that it worked out is is normative. But I feel like when I read that story, I'm given an insight into see the operations of God's divine counsel. How does sin enter the presence of God? Is it because? I guess there's options. One, the accuser actually works for God. He's not against God, but he does God's bidding. There's a, there's an old Jewish thought that believes that that the devil right, is right, right. actually just the tempter of the world. Right. Um, I don't I don't agree with that. Um, but if 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 sin cannot enter his kingdom, cannot enter his presence, then how is the devil even approaching God? Does the, the devil have sin people. though? I thought sin entered into human and I don't I mean oh, there absolutely. was rebellion. Is, but is it is sin? Rejection. Yeah. Yeah, it's still but, sin. Oh, well, is it a different kind of sin? There's a natural type of sin and a supernatural type of sin. Or maybe God judges the the heavenly beings differently than he judges his human creatures. Oh, he does, absolutely. There's no plan of redemption for Right, I agree with that. I, I, I mean, as far as the Bible teaches, that there's no, you know, but you know, God also has sent cast some of these beings into Sheol as a, as, you know, as a separation from maybe the divine council and that presence that they used to like. Kind of how Adam and Eve got cast out of the garden. These 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 divine beings got sent into Sheol. The ones that the ones that rebelled and went into the daughters of man, they got sent. They got cast into the, you know, the depths. They called it Sheol. I don't know if that's its actual name, but you know, under the earth. So, I mean, there seems to be that, you know, they, they are have been kicked out of their abode that used to once, you know, they used to walk with God just like Adam and Eve used to walk with God. So I don't, I don't know, dude. Like, I mean, it's, I think this is a good conversation because we, we won't really get the answers. I don't think, I don't think we'll get all of them, but I think it's, it's fun to speculate. I, I shouldn't be causing you turmoil, bro. That's what I'm, that's what I'm frustrated about is seeing this turmoil in you. Like I'm sad for you in a genuine way. Yeah. Cause if, uh, if, if there is no real power, you're not 
taking a child sacrifice and then all of a sudden somebody's getting rich right and all of a sudden has a new job or a promotion like you can't you cannot sell your soul right like that's not, not in thing. the not in the cartoony sense your soul's yeah. already your soul already belongs to satan until god redeems it so <laughs> exactly yeah there's no selling it so but you know for them could, to change demons, events to could there be covenants with demons can people no, can humans no. make covenants with satan and not say that he would come they don't gain anything but it's not really that's about, why the story the that's why the though. satan like that's why the lucifer fall story doesn't make sense he 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 knows he's was in the presence of god and doesn't he knows he cannot overcome him so we're we're taught to believe that he has this pride that he thinks he can but that doesn't make he would never think that he could. Does he know yeah. though? Like, does they're not these beings? I don't think that these beings are all knowing. So they're not they, all knowing. But like, if you've seen the throne throne room of God, and bro, we see the glory of God every day and don't believe in Him. <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. They just they look. The heavens declare the glory. Nature declares the glory of God. We see it every day and don't believe in him. How do you know that it's not the same for the divine that have walked with God and and still have this a limited understanding of who God is and still think they can assert him? I think I can assert myself over God sometimes. That's why I have to actively repent and ask for forgiveness because I try to put myself in God's place. So who, who knows what kind of temptation that they may have or some desire that they may have but I do think that they try to be like God and they try to convince other people like humans to be like God too. Like Satan did. He said, you could be like God. That's why he doesn't want you to eat the, the fruit. You can be like him. So like they know that that's a good temptation because maybe that works for them too. We can it be does, like God guys. It does add that level of like, it explains the, the sword keeping Adam and Eve from the guard, uh, from the tree of life. It explains giants. It explains it. There's so much biblical like explanation that I don't know, man. It's okay, dude. This side of heaven will probably not actually know. I don't know how to explain what I'm thinking. I don't. I I love that the gospel is tangible, historical, factual, very real. And when we start adding lore into the story of the gospel, that's where I get very like, eh. right? Like the the yeah. devil being like so the Passion of Christ shows the devil being at the crucifixion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Like maybe, but maybe artistically, open. I mean, we know that the devil would have known about it, right? right. I mean, but I even if he was there, like I get it, um, because he thought he had won all that all that good stuff, like. I just don't want to add mythology into the like anything that tries to add mythology into the story well, of Christ. I, maybe and don't I think... don't know why that's my reference to it. I don't know how right. to explain what I'm trying to say. Like you know what I mean by lore. Like, I, I do understand. Werewolves, I really do. Yeah. Vampires. I think understanding the divine council and understanding how much they want to counterfeit God explains why we have lore. Not that makes all of the lore real but it explains the perversion of the things of God that man and 
demons can come up with. Mm. So I don't feel like it gives it necessarily always validation for vampires and werewolves and whatever. But I do think that like, instead of thinking of it, adding lore, just maybe think of it from how would, how would the early Jews have thought and understood those references? Yeah. You know, and, and to me, that's the only insight it gives is maybe to just put me in a position to better understand some of the references and the supernatural occurrences in scripture. But maybe it is totally wrong, or maybe it's partially wrong. Maybe it, maybe we we're still seeing through the mirror dimly and darkly, and we're not seeing the full picture yet. So, and that's okay too, dude. Cause it doesn't change who like, again, I'm willing to put the supernatural stuff aside when it comes to like fellowship because Jesus, Jesus, it was given all authority on heaven and earth. He is, was given, he, he was given it. He has it now. So whether like, it's still a good thing, whether you believe that that reference was particularly to show that there was previously authority that had been given and that now mm. Jesus has it. Or it's just a, a way to say, to, to complete the process that he is fully the king. Maybe it's one of the other of those. Maybe it's a little bit of both. I don't know. But to me, I kind of like the bigness of the story of God showing himself even more glorified by undoing all of the counterfeit things that these malevolent rulers have done at one point in time. I feel like he's just, he's undoing it. Oh, Isn't that like the? I think it was you that did a video, and they they mentioned it in uh, um, the Unseen Realm mm -hmm. that Pentecost is the reversal of Babel. The yeah, yeah, yes, yes. And it's the the restoration of bringing the nations back from where they were once sent out. Uh, did Jesus get sent to hell for three days? He was dead. I, I don't know where I stand on this. Well, I, I don't think anybody's in hell anyway. Like hell specifically, like hell is for the devil and the lake of fire, like in the lake of fire, right? Like, do we believe that hell is a real place right now? I, I feel like that's a future event. Yeah, I, I, I would agree with you that uh, the pit or the the separation of, of so when somebody says I, I I spent you know 98 hours in hell and I came back to tell you the story, I, hell is a future event. I, right. Um, because it, scripture teaches, man, it's very clear. There's an intermediate state. There is a there is a not a waiting place, but a either a deep sleep, which is what I hold to, or an intermediate place where you are. Um, which is what I, I currently at least hold to. I don't know that I, I mean, I, I could change my mind. I, I, I mean, I, it's all speculation, right? Like the, yeah. the whole deep sleep thing or intermediate state has more um, biblical reference. And I, I just see it as a second, like a, like a, a, yeah. a, a, a prejudgment. Well, I think that there's a, place, there's a place for the right, for those that are righteous by faith and those that were not. And I think there is a separation and we see that in Abraham's bosom. So I think that maybe it maybe it is a prejudgment, but if we believe that God gives us God that God gives us the spirit, that God calls us to him, that God elects us from before the foundations of the earth, then it's really like the, the judgments already happened. It's already been made. Like maybe there will be a purification judgment to remove the the, the fleshly sin nature or whatever, maybe. But um 
Yeah. But the, yeah. the whole for Erica, so for the whole Hades hell thing, so Hades and then it's just been changed to hell. But yeah. do do I think Jesus went to Sheol and preached the gospel to um the the people who had already Captives. passed that were already asleep? Um and that's that's really my only reference for believing in a deep sleep is that Jesus references that they're like Lazarus was sleeping, the child was sleeping, right. um to, to wake up. Uh not purgatory, know, though, because purgatory is a place where you can earn your way out. That's not what this is. Or well, it's not so it's not so much earning your way out as paying um to further cleanse you of your right. sins after your redemption. Right. So after you've been all the sins you did after you were saved, you're paying for those. Because Christ right. was there to save you for salvation. And then so that's what Catholics believe. Um I believe Orthodox have a version of that. Um, mm. But yeah, I think Jesus preached the gospel and showed them, revealed himself to them and took the, yeah. the keys, right? His authority over, um, over Sheol. Yeah. Um, whatever I, that is. I think it was, I, I, I can see that. I can see that in scripture. And I, I would add what I think is that he went to proclaim to those souls that were in the underworld or in Sheol that he had just done what God had promised that he would do. And see so, so, so here how inconsistent I am. I hold to a deep sleep model, but I do believe Jesus went to Sheol and <laughs> preach like pick one, man. Like, I, but so you know, maybe not... there is a difference after Christ versus before Christ's death and resurrection. Maybe they went to a place prior to, but God has now made it to where it's different from the saints that had died before Jesus, maybe, right? Like, isn't that the idea when he led them captivity captive, that he, he, he relieved them. He, he released them from whatever state that they were in to be with him. Absent for the bodies to be present with the Lord. Right. What does that mean? Right. Guys, I, I look, I, I, I know a lot about theology. Um, I am really trying to stay focused on just Jesus in scripture. Um, I, I feel like we, man, I, I've just Abraham been having so many yes. deep, I've been having so many deep conversations with people lately that it's like, I got friends like no longer believing in perseverance of the saints, hmm. um, giving great arguments for like explaining why the Catholics and Orthodox also don't hold to that view. Um, I'm just all over the place right now. I love you guys. <laughs> I would just you, and for people in the same models of Jesus, like uh, Jesus and everything. Then I, I'm that's what I want to talk. About. I'm going to else I feel like we're speculating. I'm gonna live my life as if I could lose my salvation, but I mm -hmm. believe that I can't. So I'm gonna live my life like it's possible to lose it. That's I just the best advice I can give. I don't believe that you can, but I think that the heart is the is the issue there. So um, I don't want to get that. We're not. I'm not going to get into perseverance. It's too late, dude. We've been doing this for two hours. I'm tired. We need to close the show <laughs> you mind before I say anything else crazy. All right. Yes. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Um, guys, uh, Logan and I believe that the God of creation has a, a beautiful story that we are all a part of and that from from times past he promised that he would send 
salvation to his people, and he has, and that is in Christ. Jesus Christ is salvation, the promised salvation that that Israel was promised, that we are now grafted into, that anyone has access to, that hears the words that Jesus Christ died for your sin. And if that evokes a response in you, I would I would recommend to follow up with that, Amen. to believe on Jesus, to repent, to change your mind about the way that the world works and to change your mind about who God is and who Jesus is and turn from your sin and follow Christ. And I, uh, I'll leave you with this. My, uh, our, one of our pastors preached this, uh, well, he's not our pastor any uh, right now, but, um, he preached this Sunday and he said, uh, he said, I would just challenge you that if you want to know more about God and who he is, then call upon the name of the Lord, call upon Jesus at a time that you have to do so and ask God to reveal himself to you. Ask God to draw you to him. I would just challenge you to do that because I believe that there is a God that will save you if you call upon his name. And his name is Jesus. Amen. All right. Have a great night, guys. God bless you. I'm going to end the show. Goodbye. Episode 24 in the bag. All right. I'm